Well, I'm left for this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong and Powerful Betsy Cuff. And Betsy, are you ready to do this? Yes, George. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you. Let's go. Betsy is a globally recognized organizational agility coach. She's the founder and CEO and coach with Cross Impact. She's working to help mid-level female leaders successfully navigate the messy middle. Betsy, excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so thank you. Um, again, Betsy Kaufman, uh, located here in Charlotte, North Carolina, which has been absolutely gorgeous, so I can't complain. Um, and we are an organizational design firm. So we go in and we help organizations really think through some of the sticky stuff that happens from um, reorgs to mergers to acquisitions. How do we do a better job with processes? Um and just really, you know, I think our, our magic superpower is leaning into organizations and just getting to know them. Um, and it's interesting, some of the work that we do, I was doing some fantastic work with a branding coach, and um, I found out that I love working with female leaders. So that's another piece of work that we do is we really support uh, mid-level female leaders and how they pull themselves up the ladder. So lots of good stuff happening in there. Personally, um, married, have two boys, so I live in a house of men. Um, <laughs> and that is always something fun and interesting. And um I have one in college and one in high school. So I'm kind of getting through those those interesting life stages as we continue to navigate everything. I love it. So the messy middle is a great term. What is it? What does it mean? Yeah, you know, it's that in an organization, as you know, you've got this kind of group of leaders, right? They're not brand new, they're not emerging, they're not frontline leaders, they're also not sitting at the C-suite. So they're sitting in that really messy middle. And they've got folks that are, you know, pushing up on them, pushing down on them. They've got, they're looking across the organization and how they partner. And that can get super messy because they're having to navigate literally throughout the organization. Um, however, I feel like it's probably the most important layer of your organization because they can make or break any part of what they do, right? Of any any initiative, any strategy that you're trying to do. Um, some people call them like the permafrost layer, which I hate to say that um, because they can like they like ideas can can generate and they can stop right there, or they can actually soar and fly. So depending on how you support that group is really going to depend. Like that will then make your organization actually potentially do really well or potentially not. So it's really important for me, I think, to spend time in that group and making sure that group has what they need to support so they can drive your initiatives throughout the organization. Yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense. If you look at the breakdown of an organization, you've got just 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 how you described, but if you can maximize that that middle group, which comprises probably a very, very large portion of the organization and help them to maximize their career potential and their personal potential, all these things, it will 100% drive the success of your organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I don't know if you remember, this will probably date me. Years ago, there was a commercial, I think it first launched on a Super Bowl ad. You know, I wonder if it was a monster, a monster.com and monster.com was like the leaping job platform. And the big joke was there was a kid and he's like, I want to work my way up to middle management. And it was like this big joke and nobody wanted to be there. But if you find yourself like in your career, majority of folks that are at this point are probably sitting in that, that middle management layer. <laughs> and so they're just trying to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we continue to support the organization? And some of them will go in the C-suite and some of them won't. So it's actually not a bad place to be. Um, it can be really rewarding for sure. 
Yeah, certainly. Just because, you know, somebody might think, well, everybody wants to be, you know, the, the, in that C-suite, but that's not necessarily true. There's probably plenty of people who are happy doing what they're doing. Exactly, exactly. And there's, you know, it's again, it, it, it kind of gets smaller as you get up to the, as you get up to that, that C-suite, right? Um, and that C-suite has a lot of pressure. So may look glamorous from afar, but if you think about some of the things that are on the, on their shoulders, right, that can be a really a, a lot um, as well weighing on the C-suite. So that, that middle layer um, is critical and it's okay to be just in that middle layer as you continue your career. So how do you do it? It's, it seems that you talked about leaning in and getting to know the organization. It seems like if I want to know if 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 George or Betsy, who's in that messy middle, if if they're I, I need to know what what they really want. And am I able to how, how, how do I do that with 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 everybody? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. We have been super successful, even in this time of, you know, virtual and, and we're not in person. In person, it's a little bit easier because you can go and sit in meetings and read body language and really get to understand the dynamics of a culture of an organization. Um, but we've been successful to continue to stay, to stay and, and work in that place. So we, we get to know really what's happening, right? We, we meet with key players. We'll observe meetings. Um, and then we'll start to really help them think about, hey, I, I see this group of folks and they're really good at what they do over here. We thought about bringing this other group of folks together and making them a team. Or this is where we're having a little bit of, you know, I can see there's some friction happening or maybe a lot of friction, right? Um, and so just naming it and calling it and helping leaders to think a little bit differently with some new perspectives on how to change, how to actually drive their organization forward. So it's, it is about getting to know personalities. It's about people, right? And it's getting to know the personalities and people are going to make um, your organization and that, you know, how they work and how they interact is going to be critical to the success of whatever you're trying to accomplish. So we can put tools and technology and that's phenomenal, but there's also the people part of it. And so if the people don't want to be a part of it, you're going to have a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. The, the whole people thing. So people, right. Gosh, those, those people, if we could just get them all and make them all like AI robots, which is of course that like terrifying thing that's happening out there, but you still have to have people in order to like, to continue to make things um, happen. Of course, of course. It strikes me that, uh, that being able to train and coach managers to be able to help and have these important conversations with the people that, that they're supporting makes sense but then also also at the same time I, I wonder if human nature some of those folks will feel intimidated if they if they help these people get better will they take their jobs is that am i on on track yeah so it's interesting that's a mindset thing i think the best leaders actually want their people to take their jobs right because then mm -hmm. they know you're being successful and so you know a lot of times when i'm working with a leader i'm like well who would be your successor and if they're like, I don't have anybody, there's no way they can do this. That's actually a problem and a big red flag. Like, okay, then you're going to be stuck in your role forever or, you know, until you decide that you want to leave. And you really don't want that. You want, I mean, it's okay to go lateral and go horizontal or even go up, right? Go vertical. But you want to make sure that your folks are actually as well growing and learning in order to keep them working and satisfied, or they're going to lead the organization. And then you're going to have bigger problems trying to replace them. So the best leaders 
have a successor. They may have multiple successors and they're actually hoping that they'll take their job so that they can move on to something else or they can go work on something else because then that's a sign of a true leader in my mind um, is when they are able to identify that talent and continue to support it and pull their folks up the ladder as well. That makes a lot of sense. So the unique challenges and opportunities of of uh, you you said that you like to work with with female leaders what are some of those unique challenges and opportunities different than 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 males yeah so you know organ it's well one we're seeing a lot of um women leave the workforce and i don't know if that's pandemic related i mean it, they say it is pandemic related and all the things that are on a female's plate you know if they're if they have a family um, you know, if they're working full time, they're also having to homeschool. And so we see a lot of women who have left the workforce and there's actually not becoming a huge gap in male versus female sitting in that corporate space. Um, so women tend to take on a lot more responsibility, both at home and at work. And it comes to a point where it's like how much you, we're seeing a lot of burnout happening. So that's part of it. Part of it is is supporting women in how to balance and how to actually, you know, show up um, and lead. Um, from a position of of strength as well as balance and not and not have that burnout. So that's part of what we're seeing. Um, we're also seeing, you know, sometimes women can feel intimidated when they're sitting in a room full of men. It's all about the dynamics and how they work together. And so we help to support them, you know, how to show up, how to have great conversations, how to, you know, to speak with conviction. And so those are some of the challenges that we see that females face in the workforce. Um, and, you know, if you've got a male-dominated you know, leadership team, a woman may feel intimidated as well. How do I start to make a mark here? How do I start to navigate? So it's it's really trying to make sure that we've got a balance of genders that are sitting um, at the table together and having really good conversation. Yeah, certainly. That would be, uh, I think that anytime you are in a minority, whatever it might be, <laughs> if, if you are right, correct. unique correct. To, to the other people, um, that could certainly be un- intimidating and can be uncomfortable, particularly if, if I've never done it before. Um, right. So being able to to help coach the individual and then as well work with the with the other people to yeah. you know sort of be- make them aware of it. And how do you think about that? Yeah, it's interesting. So there's this term that women use, and I'm sure you probably heard it called mansplaining, right? Sure. And it's funny because I never, I never really encountered it until maybe relatively recently. And I was in a meeting and I was talking to somebody and there was a gentleman there and he was just kind of talking down to me. And all of a sudden I got this weird, like, gut, like, what, what's, what's happening here? Right. And I just stopped and I kind of recoiled a little bit. I'm like, what's going on here? Okay. So I can either like, like leave or I can like fight or like, what am I going to do here? And when the conversation was over and I reflected on it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I think he just felt the need to like have to explain to me, you know, like I didn't understand or I didn't hear it. And so that's becoming this, like, it's, it's not new, but it's a term out there. And I don't, you know, I don't usually use that as a thing like, oh, whatever. But when it happens, it's a trigger. Right. And, and I've talked to many women recently that are like, yeah, the minute I, the minute that I feel like somebody's trying to talk down to me, it's, I get this like feeling happening. I'm like, oh, okay, there you go. That's your trigger happening. So I think that becomes the awareness piece of it is when you are interacting with somebody, are you having a rich, fulfilling, you know, conversation, or do you feel like you're being talked down to, or you're not accepted or you're not, you know, your ideas and your opinions are not valued. And, and I don't, you know, I don't want to hide behind anything, right? So I'm not, you know, it's, it, it doesn't happen a lot in the world, in, in my world, but I also don't allow it to happen. 
right? So I show up, I show up with um, strength and conviction and I ask questions um, and, you know, I just bring my whole authentic self to the table. So, you know, I don't think it's a thing that's pervasive, but when it happens, it happens and there comes that trigger. And then, you know, as a, as a woman, um, you know, you got to figure out like, how do I respond to this? How do I react to it? You know, and how do I continue to show up? So, and I don't know, maybe it happens on the, on the reverse side too. Um, you know, I'd be curious if, if, if men ever feel like their female counterparts, I don't know what the other term is for, (laughs) but if there's, you know, if there's that feeling of, 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 you know, domination, or she's trying to explain it to me and to treat me like, I don't understand it. So that probably goes both ways. Um, I just happen to work a lot with female leaders. So it's a topic that comes up quite a bit. Yeah, I think that that's a really, a really, really interesting thing that, that you just hit on. Um, is it, is it, it, it in, the answer is, is, is probably yes to all of it. In some situations, it's some guy who's being a real jerk and who is condescending. And in others, mm-hmm. it could be, I am going out of my way to over explain um, yeah. and to try to be inclusive. And that comes right. across like this, 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 this person is being negative so i think that that's really interesting thing and you know human beings it is it's 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 certainly going to be messy but you talked about how you go and work really hard uh, to show up with strength and and conviction and to really know your stuff um yeah it's it can be messy and i think it's just again learning how to work with people and like how do you you know everybody's got different personalities everybody's got different working styles and it's it's about um just how do you work with all the different styles that are around you? And I think, you know, it's, it's an art. Um, maybe there's a little science to it. There's a lot of books and stuff that you can read and, and how to handle your emotional intelligence and what's empathy and, and servant leadership. But a lot of it is also, you know, art and just continuously to perfecting it and, and trying to different, different things. It's, it's a practice as opposed to a, you know, this is the way that we do it. And every time you approach a situation you do it the same way because we don't right we, we constantly practice and we become an art as we learn it so some people are phenomenal at it and being able to navigate and work with different types of humans and some really need some work and so that's i think as a leader recognizing that and identifying that is critical yeah. um, as opposed to, i'm just going to show up every way the same way not necessarily needs to be the case sometimes you got to show up a little bit differently depending mm-hmm. on your audience I think that that's really well said. And I had somebody on the show a little a little while back who talked about how how the female female brain and some people might not like this, um, but he talked about how their your 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 brains are more connected than 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 men's across both sides. So that yeah. leads you to have the ability uh, to do way more things, to be way more empathetic. To so to me, it's 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 better um, to be it's able to do that. Yeah, that work is so fascinating. It's funny because there's a big joke that like women have, like if you think about like a, a browser, we have like a thousand tabs open, right? Like, and they're, we're constantly able to like click between tabs. Um, and it's just the way that women are wired and how they can can jump to many, many different topics. Um, and then, you know, it's not saying that men can't do that, but women tend to be that multiple tabbed URL <laughs> at this point. And, and I think it's also, I have to say, I'm sometimes a little bit jealous, right? Um, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I could just close all the tabs and like, just be present. And it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, it'd be really nice if I could shut all that down. And, and unfortunately we're just wired neuro- neurologically a little bit different and that's okay. 
right? That's the reason, that's the great part about it is that's how we, you know, we all work well together. But I remember there was a gentleman that said, he goes, when you ask us like what we're thinking and we say nothing, he's like, that is absolutely true. Like we can shut our brain down. And I'm like, I'm so jealous. I really wish I could have that ability because I don't know if there's any moment in time that I'm I'm not thinking about something right at that present moment. So it's one of those like there's a jealousy thing happening here on my end <laughs> for sure. Yeah, well, I think that's that's really what the value and the opportunity of 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 your work is is to help organizations to recognize and it sounds like such an obvious thing that 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 the human beings are different and some men are going to be more open and some are going to be more driven and, and vice versa. Uh, so it's just human beings are going to be different than than one another. And so the more that we can design our organization to be able to tap in and to have a better understanding and to improve our communication, that's just, again, driving everything forward. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And I think, um, you know, it, it's funny because people are like, like, how did you, you know, how do you have all this like academia behind it? And I'm like, no, it's just really being like saying the the very basic things that are happening in the room, calling them out, even virtually. Like I was on a call the other day and the, it was a very odd dynamic. We hadn't had that kind of dynamic. And I just said, I go, I don't know what's going on here, but this is not the same like dynamic that we had just yesterday or the day before. Um, and somebody came up to me after and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for saying it because I was feeling the same thing. And it, I just, I didn't know what it was and you named it. And so it's just really naming what you're seeing and, and there's no science or academia or it's not, it's just very basic things that are happening. But if you call them out and you bring them out into the in forefront, people start to like recognize and say, I'm so glad that you said something. Thank you. Because we had some, you know, a situation happened yesterday or, you know, a conversation from a leader came down to us and we had to, you know, it's changed how we all see each other. I'm like, okay, that's good to know. Now let's figure out how to continue to move forward. So um, it's just basic, basic stuff, but it's, it's having that courage to bring it up. And that's the hardest stuff, right? We we like to work our way around issues and we we hide them and we avoid them. So to be able to feel like I, I am able to to call something out, to give it a name and then to start to work through it. I mean, that's key in, in every aspect of life, certainly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So interesting stuff, fun stuff, yeah, no <laughs> complex stuff, but also um, I think very much needed in, in today's working world because there are so many complexities um, and we're all like navigating even more so than we did prior to 2020, right? We've got a lot of complexities that are still, that are now front and center that we didn't have three years ago. Yeah. It's a real shame to, uh, and it's sad and terrible to, to, to realize that women are leaving the workforce it's like we made all these gains and more women coming into the business world and other aspects of life and, and to then start going backwards. Um, hopefully we're able to, and I'm sure that we will be able to, uh, to, 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 to write the ship and fix that trend, but it's not going to happen automatically. Um, right. and you, we, organizations need to recognize the need for what we've been talking about. So I appreciate the work you're doing, Betsy. Thank you. Yeah, that's why we started the collaborative. So that is that is the whole point. It's, it's the collaborative. It is 
um, an annual program for female leaders, um, really trying to provide that sense of community. And it is a personal and professional development. So we do everything from uh, group coaching, where we work as a group on different leadership topics and personal topics. Um, we offer one-on-one coaching, which is fantastic. My group of co- my coaches are amazing. Um, we do networking, uh, keynote speakers. So, And then every Friday, we do a meditation just to like bring it all back down because we've had a very crazy week and and we created it because we realized that women need that support system and they need to have um, other women that are in the same position as them um, to help them continue to work and navigate and balance and, and show up um, and continue to pull themselves and each other up the ladder. So that's, that's the newest offering from the company. Super exciting. We launched it in January and we've had a great success. Um, and we're just going to continue. I love it. Well, Betsy, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for your work. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Where can they learn about the collaborative? All of it. Yeah. uh, Crossimpactcoaching.com would be the best place to go. Uh, We're in the process of reworking our website. So crossimpactcoaching.com, or you can link in with me. Uh, Just search for Betsy Kaufman. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Betsy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to crossimpactcoaching.com and check out the great resources, check out the collaborative that launched in January. And you can find Betsy Kaufman, B-E-T-S-Y-K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N on LinkedIn and figure out how to navigate that messy middle a little bit better. Thanks again, Betsy. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. This has been fun. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.